As soon as we overcomplicate our approach, whether it's a validation of the idea or whether it's number of different products I want to release to the market, I don't want to release one, I want to release five, mm. we split our focus and we actually never get to implementation. And a great guiding question that you've discovered being something that leads you to that simplicity and focus is what activity right now is closest to the money? Welcome to Escape the Rat Race Radio. I'm your host, Christian Rodwell, and this is your ticket to escape the nine to five. If you are just about to start the business, it's all about validating your idea, right? So all, all your focus should be going into validating your idea. And then the system or the process that it is attached to it is information management, right? Where do you put those customer feedback or whatever data you are mm. collecting? So that's what we at times overlook. We jump into automating something that we shouldn't at that stage. Once we move from that stage of validating the idea, we move into a different stage where we call it startup stage. And that's where the only focus should be sales because we want to turn a startup into a viable business. Welcome to another episode of Escape the Rat Race Radio. My name is Christian Rodwell, and today I'm talking with Sveta and James Longley, the husband and wife team behind Systems HQ, who left behind their corporate copywriting and conversion consultancy roles to work instead on creating a business that would have a positive impact on the people they worked with. Systems HQ is an online platform and community where small business owners and entrepreneurs can develop and implement more effective ways of going about their daily tasks that amplify what's already working in their own business. Now, James and Sveta are experts at helping you identify exactly where to start, where your systems leaks are, and which systems will make you more money, giving you the answers and support you need to focus on implementing your systems and actually growing your business. Now, creating systems in your business doesn't always necessarily mean automating everything, although in today's conversation, I will also be asking James and Sveta for their top tips on some of the best free and low-cost online tools needed to run a successful online business. So with that being said, let's not wait around any longer and let's head on over to my conversation with James and Sveta Longley. Hey, so welcome James and Sveta to Escape the Rat Race Radio today. How are you both doing? We are well, thank you for having us. Happy to be here, yeah. Yes, good. And for those who are listening on the audio version, I just need to remind you that we are recording this with video as well, as we have done for probably the last five or six months, but I always forget to mention that. So you can see all the video recordings of these interviews on the Escape the Rat Race website. But guys, it's a real pleasure to have you on the show. I saw you not too long ago at the Escape the Rat Race meetup and at the Summer Sizzler as well, which wasn't so sizzling that day in London, but uh, it was still fun to catch up with all the Escape the Rat Race members. And I'm looking forward to our conversation today. So um, before we really get stuck into things, why don't you just give us the brief introduction to who you both are and what you both do? So, we are a husband and wife team, which is part of our claim to fame. Um, I'm originally from South Africa, Sveta from Ukraine. And we've worked together as a team for about four years now. 
initially in a in an agency setting, Sveta was a, uh, a conversion rate optimization strategist, which was very technical stuff, and me as a copywriter. And we, we got our start working together in that setting. And it just really evolved from there. And we moved on into our own marketing agency for health professionals. And in that process, discovered that processes was actually our first love. It wasn't the marketing or the copywriting side. It was the underlying processes that make things work as smoothly as possible. And here we are today as Systems Matter. And yeah, we found our, found our happy place. <laughs> I thought I was here first. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Anything to add to that, Sveta? No, it's uh, totally where we're at. And I think Systems Matter was a really sweet spot of both of us combining our skills, our strengths, and really seeing that this is the business we want to be in. Okay. So so tell us a little bit more about what Systems Matter does and who it actually provides the service for. So Systems Matter, we work with service-based online business owners, and we are all about helping small business owners sim- simplifying their business and putting processes in place so that they have time to do what matters because for most of the time we uh, small business owners have a lot of on on our plates and most of the time we replicate things that we don't need to and the answer is simple you can put the process in place which can eliminate all of the admin all of the things that don't need to take that much time So I think it's going to be very interesting because the one thing that I think holds pretty much everybody back from achieving the results they want is this dreaded lack of time. I don't have enough time. I hear it all the time at Escape the Rat Race meetups from pretty much everyone who comes along, you know, and um, for myself as well, you know, I hear myself utter those words occasionally and I always like feel bad when I say it because, hey, we, we put our time on the things that are most important to us, right? So even the uh, most successful people in the whole world only have 24 hours a day. So to say that we don't have enough time is really a pretty lame excuse. So how can you guys help an early stage entrepreneur go about automating some of those repeatable processes that we all have in our businesses. I'm thinking social media is something that we have to update on a regular basis. Um, you know, communications, email marketing, things like this. But you guys, um, explain to me what are some of the first things that when you sit down with a client that you will ask them? And do you have a process maybe that you kind of go through, like a checklist that we could maybe run through that would be useful for listeners? Yeah, for sure. No, I'm, I'm getting on Just this. before we get on, <laughs> I just want to say one thing that we overlook. There is no such thing as managing your time. Mm-hmm. It's managing what you do within that time. And that's where focus comes into place. Now you can go. <laughs> no, that, but that's, that's kind of a subtle yeah. differentiation, but it's, it is important to think yeah. about because time moves on irrespective. We can't manage time. We can manage our energy. We can manage where our focus goes in that in that time. But in terms of automating things, social media, putting processes in place, the first thing we do when we sit down with a client is actually to say to them, what is working for you? And and be, it's really before we look at how can I automate or systematize social media, the question you need to ask before that is, what stage is your business in? Should social media even be part of it? So it's about getting clear 
on what works for you, what is your business model, what are the activities that bring results, and then potentially social media is something you need a system for, or podcasting is something you need a system for. But it really all depends on that business. And at that stage, it's, it's as simple really as saying, what are the steps that have to happen every time I do this? So whether it's creating a blog post or a podcast or social media, you're looking at where am I posting to? Am I on Facebook? Am I on Twitter, et cetera? Break down the process. And then we all fall into the trap of, of thinking we need the, the latest, greatest uh, automation software or something. Often, as is the case for us, we just advocate using something like Asana or Trello. It has a basic checklist functionality. And provided you've taken the time to lay out the steps of your process, that's often all you need is to say, do this one, tick it off, do this one, tick it off. A lot of people are on paper, and, and that works just as well, provided the process is laid out properly. Mm. I just want to add something to it, just before we jump into automation, especially when you start your business, where we talk about business stage, we really talk about the activities that align to that business stage and the systems that will help you to be consistent. So, for example, if you are just about to start the business, it's all about validating your idea, right? So all, all your focus should be going into validating your idea. And then the system or the process that it is attached to it is information management, right? Where do you put those customer feedback or whatever data you are mm. collecting? So that's what we at times overlook. We jump into automating something that we shouldn't at that stage, once we move from that stage of validating the idea, we move into a different stage where we call it startup stage. And that's where the only focus should be sales because we want to turn a, stop, a startup into a viable business. So all of the focus goes into sales. So as the systems that are attached to it, mm. that's where we look into what your sales funnel would be, right? Whether social media or whatever else. And then as you progress and you have enough sales, you look into whether employ someone or work with a team. And that's where mm. it comes. How do I work with team effectively and what processes to put in place? So it's very much pretty straightforward process, but we do have the tendency jumping ahead of ourselves or even ahead of our business mm. and wanting to be, you know, automating our Facebook panels and things yeah. like that. Before, Before we've done the, the yeah. kind of grunt work. But it's it's making me think as you're saying that is that something very interesting is that even doing the right things at the wrong time yeah. will lead you to a lot of wasted time, money, energy. So it's about getting clear to where you are in your business and just putting the focus on those activities. And I can say from personal experience, I think probably a lot of Escape the Rat Race people are subscribed to an AppSumo email list or something like that. And, and a deal comes through in the email and you're like, I'm jumping on that. I definitely need to get in on chatbots or, or whatever the latest craze is. And it's so tempting to just go down that rabbit hole. But once you're clear on what activities you should be focusing on, that kind of forms a bit Even of a barrier. Even education comes in. Oh, right, yeah, this what is courses the, should yeah. I put on hold? What courses should I be doing now? We're <laughs> laughing because this is... Uh, I like how you're interrupting me. Uh, but that's okay. <laughs> I think we've all been there, right? You know, I certainly know over my journey, which, you know, been a journey of over probably 
12, 13 years now since I first discovered personal development and the number of courses and programs that I've done in, in the past. And and this is now why I, you know, I run the five step freedom formula with my own clients. And this week we're on the fifth step and the fifth step is focus. And it's about how to get good at saying no to stuff, because it's just, as you said, James, there's shiny, shiny penny syndrome of, you know, that's the next big thing that we, we can jump on. And, uh, how do you how do you help your clients overcome that? How do you have any specific tools or or just sitting down and and literally saying to them, right, you know, you are not going to sign up to anything else. No newsletters. It's like inbox completely clear of any distraction. I think a lot of the time it does come down to that, like a line in the sand. But it also it comes from an understanding on on the client side that. Once you get clear to, once you get clarity on the fact that really drastically simplifying, just putting my efforts on this is bringing a result, it becomes a hell of a lot easier just to stick with it. But also one, one thing that's been a huge help is just setting aside a simple place, a single place to note down all of the things that come to mind that I do want to work with. So is, is there a course I want to take? Is there a marketing avenue I want to explore? Put it all down in one place in a in a monster list, and that actually takes it out of your head, and you're no longer stressed about I'm going to forget that thing. Or uh, it just it gives you that resting place where you know you can revisit it. But right now the priority is this. But it also when we work on one on one with clients, we initially start with road mapping session where we actually ask them a number of different questions. And when they look at the numbers and the time it costing them to do this and this mm. and have 10 services as opposed to two and things <laughs> like that, they really realize that they got to double down on things that work. So I would say it's a combination of realization through the process, but mm. also afterwards commitment. And you can commit to something much easier when you know what's next. Hey, it's Christian here, and I'd like to give you the opportunity to download a free copy of my brand new book, Sack Your Boss, The Ultimate Guide to Escape Your 9 to 5, by visiting www.etrr.online forward slash sack your boss. In the book, I share my own story of escaping the rat race, along with a simple five-step formula, which I believe is the foundation you need to have in place if you're serious about escaping the rat race within the next 12 to 18 months. So head on over to www.etrr.online forward slash sack your boss and download your free copy right now. So let's look at this word amplification. You know, I know you use it. It's it's one of the, the cornerstones of your business. And let's can you use it in a real life example of maybe a case study or a client where they've come to you, they've got some issues and some challenges, and you've really looked at the core business, understood the areas they need to focus on, and then really amplify those areas? Yeah, absolutely. We've actually had a, a very recent one that's a perfect example. A client of ours who is a web designer, and on the tail end of this road mapping session, we discovered that a huge, huge number of, of billable hours were being lost in ineffective project management and using a number of different tools to do the same thing, but none of them were doing it effectively. So you ended up with Slack, Basecamp, email, um, and Trello, 
all communications happening amongst between the team and between the client and just billable hours getting lost in the project management and inefficient communication. So what amplification looked like in that case was getting clear that you needed a single unified place to manage the work from. And once that was put in place and everybody knew where do these files live, where does communication happen? Just the simple act of of getting really clear on what should happen where and the hard edges around the tools was was just a huge amplification in terms of the effectiveness of the team and and really cutting down the number of hours it took to get through a project. And I would add that actually the way we developed Amplify What Works, we went through exactly the same process where we were doing too many things and felt like we don't have enough time. And when we started looking inside of our business, we realized that joint ventures work first the most. It's not the Facebook panel. It's not anything else. And actually, that's why we're here, because joint ventures is something that we are focusing on and something that we really put all of our efforts to. We have a process for it. We have an outreach. We have a list of people we want to outreach and webinars or podcasts we want to appear on. Mm. So it's it really started from us realizing that it's not sustainable to be doing all the things. All the things, yeah. Uh, and yeah, and then we introduced it to our clients as well. And I think part of that, it's really, really good that you mentioned joint ventures for us because what we've really noticed more and more over the last year, and actually certainly since GDPR came into effect, it helped us focus on the fact that business is about relationships first and foremost. So when you can really focus in on the relationships that matter and building them in an authentic way, I think you're you're on to the right track. And and yeah, for us, that's amplification because it's, it's what works. We enjoy that. But that's where that piece of system comes in mm-hmm. because you put a process that you follow on everyday basis, whether it's Asana, Trello, or wherever else, you have the steps, let's say, say hello or comment on the blog or whatever it might be. But that's that space, your mind space mm-hmm. that you free up to focus on the things that matter. Yeah, it's really worth, I think, just emphasizing this point, especially in this day and age where majority of people are looking for an easy win and online seems to be that easy win and the the dream ticket of making millions and not having to do too much for it. But essentially, business still needs to be a relationship thing. You still need to understand your customer. You still need to have that 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 base that foundation and then the online stuff can just add and amplify that can't it and um you know what are some of the mistakes that you see like early stage entrepreneurs they've got a great idea are there some some kind of key mistakes that you see happen over and over again where they haven't necessarily done the first stage of research in terms of the validation and they're just they're trying to do the whole thing online and trying to guess what their customer wants. And and any any kind of advice for anyone listening now who might be in that same place? Yeah, well, I was, I was going to explain what the problem was, but you <laughs> completely nailed it. That's exactly what it is, though. It's, it's jumping ahead often before the thing has been validated because we are so convinced, like, people are going to love this. I just need to get it out there and spread the word. Build it and they will come kind of thing. Um, in terms of the advice, I think it's focusing in on step number one until you have validated that idea and you've, you've actually got proof of concept. Don't go any further. 
don't start doing all those varied split marketing activities that really just give you little impact on all of the platforms that you're on and you don't really get any purchase. So yeah, it's, it's, it's validation at that point. And it's all about simplicity as well. Mm. Somehow we don't embrace. Uh, we think it has to be complicated. Yeah, somehow. it has to be complex, but it's really about simple steps, whether it's simple process, simple thinking, it's good enough. And that's actually what allows to move move the business forward much faster. Because mm. as soon as we overcomplicate our approach, whether it's a validation of the idea or whether it's number of different products I want to release to the market, I don't want to release one, I want to release five, mm. we split our focus and we actually never get to implementation. That's where another big thing is, right? So it's simplicity and, great, and focus, those are the key areas. And a great guiding question that we've discovered being something that leads you to that simplicity and focus is what activity right now is closest to the money? If you ask yourself that frequently, it's it's a great way to do it. Like, am I going to write a blog post now, which is a long tail strategy where eventually it's going to generate, generate traffic? Or am I going to get directly in touch with okay. the decision maker that that is going to move me forward. If you keep asking yourself what's closest to the money. Yeah. Yeah. Good question. And um, Rob Moore, who's been a previous guest on Escape the Rat Race Radio, I know he refers to IGT, income generating time. And it's so easy, isn't it? Especially when you actually take the jump and you start your own business, you can be so busy. But it, if you actually ask yourself, is what I'm doing right now income generating time? And you suddenly realize, no, absolutely not at all. Like I should stop what I'm doing immediately and actually just focus. And really the only income generating time in most, most often is picking up phone or having a conversation and actually building a relationship and ultimately, you know, offering your product and service to someone that needs it. Right. Yeah. yeah. And again, it comes back to simplicity. Income generated, generating activities are simple, but somewhat we always manage to complicate it. Just have to be consistent with it. Yeah. yeah. And, and and I think it, again, comes back to this unfortunate f factor that so many people are just looking for the quick win, the the easy win. And we say it time and time again for Escape the Rat Race, you know, you've got to be in this for the long game and you've got to understand yeah. that building a business is not easy. It, it doesn't happen overnight. And you're probably going to go through a few dead, you know, dead ends and wrong turns along the way. And the first business that you decide to start is not necessarily going to be the one that takes you all the way to the pot of gold at the end, but it's the experience, it's the failures that you learn from, it's the connections that you make along the way. Now, you guys, I know, um, you know, you've, you've, you've kind of got to a good point now in your own business. And um, for someone who maybe hasn't even decided on what their idea is going to be for their business. So someone who's like at that stage, okay, I know that I'm not enjoying my job right now and I want to escape the rat race, but I don't know what to do. Any advice for those people? I would say think about uh, your strengths because that's, again, the easiest win. Uh, for example, James used to be a copywriter. As much as we realize down the road, that's not what he wants to do or what I want to do. That was the easiest win for him to mm. get out of employment. And then we transitioned into systems matter. So it's yeah. really all about your strengths. And that's the closest activity to the money as well, because, you know, you can deliver on mm. your own terms. You don't need anyone and you can start straight away. And if you pair that with 
an acceptance that it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't oh, yeah. have to be polished when you start. <laughs> That's a big one. Yeah. I mean, if you're ready to make the move, you know you can deliver a good quality service, but you don't have the you don't have it finally buffed and, and, and polished, make the step anyway, provided you are confident you can deliver at a start point. And yeah, it, it takes that first step. Yeah. And I would highly uh, recommend anyone listening right now who hasn't taken the Wealth Dynamics test to take the test. That will help you understand which of the eight entrepreneur profiles you are, whether you're creator type, whether you're all about the community and your network, whether it's about service and timing, or whether you're someone who's really good at the details and analysis. That will really help you see what's the fastest path towards building your successful business and towards building wealth. So I'll link to that in the show notes. But um, I want to I want to ask you guys, I know we're not going to talk about tools and, and all the mass, massive amounts of ways of automating, but there must be some cool tips and tricks and tools that you guys are like your go-to resources. So would you, would you mind sharing any of those which might help our listeners um, free up a little bit of their time? Sure, I think the biggest win for us has been Asana. Yeah, we love yeah. Asana, and there's so many things that can integrate into Asana yeah. that a lot of small business owners don't realize. You can actually make it your only tool that links out to everything that integrates with your. Um, well, an example is yeah. is the we we sometimes work with clients who are using Trello, oh, yeah. and we use Asana as our main hub for project management. So there's there's a fantastic extension called Unito. And that syncs directly back and forth between Trello and Asana. But I think my my first love in terms of making that kind of stuff happen is Zapier. I think we all know and love Zapier. It, it makes magic happen between all of the tools you're using. And as Sveta said, that means Asana as our central hub can link out to everywhere else. So it's, it links out to our Google Docs. It links out to Evernote. Or in the case of our, our call scheduling software, Zapier pulls in the data from from the person who's booked a call and brings it into Asana and creates a new task. So there's things like that that you can do. Oh, another one with the email integration. Mm. That's a big one, right? Inbox management. You can turn it into a task and send it into your Asana or Trello. People don't think about it like that, but it's good to think about your Postbox as a post office. Your right? inbox as a post office. Yeah. <laughs> your postbox as a post office. <laughs> yeah. You don't sit all day in the post office, right? You only go there once a day or at a particular time. And that's exactly how you should treat your inbox. And that's where that um, framework of turning your inbox emails into Asana or Trello tasks yeah. come into place. Which is why I will, re- I will I'll mention one more. It's an email client called Spark. Fantastic email client, completely free, integrates with Trello, Asana, Evernote with a, a native integration and you can get your tasks or your, your emails directly into any of those project management tools as tasks. Wow. I'm going to check Spark out for sure. I'm, I'm definitely a, a massive fan of Asana. I've been using that and it works really well when you've got a, a team as well, you know, virtual yeah. assistants. Um, and, um, you know, I even use the free version. Uh, you know, it's so amazing that, you know, there is a premium version, but you can get so much even just with the free version itself. And Google Drive, uh, you know, I'd be lost without Google Drive as well. So um, these are some of the essential tools that I would say any startup entrepreneur needs to get get yourself if you're listening now. 
get on those. And um, we could talk all day about tools, but I know that's not the focus of things. It's about simplifying and not confusing people and overwhelming people. And I guess we should just say for anyone now that is saying, oh, which funnel builder do you use? Which email automation system do you use? It's like, hey, they all pretty much do the same thing. Pick one and just get going. Um, don't get into this analysis paralysis of, uh, you know, just actually never taking that first step and actually doing the essentials, which you said, you know, is just really understanding who your customer is, finding out what their problems are and then serving them. Yep. Simple as that. Yeah. And usually that word system, actually, when you, when you were talking about email system and things like that, that's what stops people from doing business because they, suddenly feel it's all complicated to do that funnel. I need to get an expert or I need to spend time figuring it out. And it really is just about taking step step back and realizing what is actually important right now and then defining what tool would do that for me. Mm. So is there anything that I haven't asked you both today about amplifying and really understanding your business as a system? and how to simplify things as much as possible. I think the key one that I think we've touched on it, but it's so important that I really want to emphasize it is it's so easy to look outside and see the solutions that somebody else is offering. They are pros at running Facebook ads and it's, it's really compelling to jump on their tactic. But what, what those Facebook ads and, and the solutions and the promises aren't taking into account is the stage your business is at and even your business model. So, Trust yourself, look at the results, what is actually bringing results, and focus on that. Mm, great. And if there was one piece of advice that you wish someone had shared with you guys like earlier in your business career, is there one thing that you now think would have really helped you progress? Absolutely. Yeah. Have you got one? It's not one. simple. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's start with yours, James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mine is as a couple. It is a, is a, a completely different dynamic for us working as a couple, but it relates to working in a team as well. Know what each person does and stick to those clear roles. And, and that's really the way that you amplify the effectiveness of each other. You don't end up sort of mixing up your roles and, and doubling the work. Mm -hmm. And Sveta's was, it's not simple. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. So... Final words then for anyone listening right now, they're on their way to work, they're squashed up on the tube, they're stuck in that traffic jam. They know that they want to do something else, that there's something much bigger within them, but something's holding them back. Most likely it's fear of just taking that next step. What would you like to say to them listening right now? I like what Nag does. Just do it. You like that? I, I, yeah, it's that simple. Like You learn yeah. in the process. That's it. And we all started from that. Um, that point of fear. Right? Yeah, that point of fear. And that fear doesn't go away because there's constantly up and downs and you feel like, okay, well, I'll be in business next year. You know, all of the, all of those shifts, you sort of accept that being an entrepreneur, you're accepting certain risks, but you at the same time accepting that you're going to be developing, you're going to be evolving and you're going to be much more fulfilled as a person while doing your own things. Everything that you want lays outside of your comfort zone. Yes. If you draw a circle on a piece of paper and you put yourself in the middle, 
everything you want, more money, more success is the other side. And yes, it's fearful. But as you said, we all have to pass through it. You know, if, if if everything was that easy, then we'd all be millionaires. We'd all be running our own businesses. It takes a little bit of a of a fight and a struggle, and uh, the rewards are worth it, right? Yeah. Great. Well, it's been a real pleasure speaking to you both today. I've learned a lot, and uh, I'm gonna look at Spark, and then I'm gonna close the laptop. I'm not gonna look at anything else because I know that I'll get distracted. But um, that's really been useful for me. I hope it, and I'm sure it has for everyone listening as well. If anyone wants to check out a bit more about you guys, find out what your business offers, where's the best place for them to uh, get in touch with you? So simplest one, www.systemsmatter.com. Get in touch with us there. And yeah, we, we're always happy to to help people who are making that jump and, and trying to escape the rat race. Yeah. And of course, you're, you're in the Escape the Rat Race private Facebook group as well. So if anyone's got any questions, pop them in there. And uh, if you're not already in the Facebook group, then uh, head over to etrr.online forward slash Facebook. Thanks, guys. I look forward to seeing you both at one of our meetups very soon. And uh, thanks again for being great guests on the show today. Thank you for Thank having you. us. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's conversation there with James and Sveta. And not only did we cover some of the essential practices you should be thinking about when structuring your own business to become as efficient as possible, but we also talked about some of the fundamentals around starting a business, beginning with the validation process, which comes before anything else, and certainly before you need to worry about setting up any marketing processes or even a social media presence. I also asked James and Sveta for their advice if you're at the very early stage of deciding what type of business you would like to launch. And their tip was to focus on the easy wins, which includes looking at what skills you already possess and what you're naturally good at. And I can share from experience that this is a really good advice. And whilst you may be looking for a complete change from your current working environment or career, you should definitely take a look at some of the elements within your current profession or from your past work experiences where you've been a natural at what you do or where others perhaps have commented that things come easily to you. And this is really an area you should focus on and see if you can draw upon that experience and expertise and perhaps channel that into a new exciting direction which you can build a business around or if you can bring those skills and expertise into a smaller entrepreneurial company where you will feel more energized and appreciated and which align more with your passions and interests. Well, my own favorite tool to help you with this process is the Wealth Dynamics Test, which you can take by heading on to www.etrr.online forward slash Wealth Dynamics. And you can find that link if you tap on the show notes for today's episode, along with details of how to connect with James and Sveta directly. Well, don't forget, I've also got one more gift for you, and that's an opportunity to download a copy of my brand new book, Sack Your Boss, The Ultimate Guide to Escape Your 9 to 5, for free by visiting www.etrr.online forward slash sack your boss. Well, I also love the point there at the end from Sveta that we learn in the process and we all started from that same point of fear and uncertainty and that the fear never truly goes away. So why let that prevent you from just taking that first step and trying something new today? 
Okay, that's all from me this week. Stay focused and I hope to catch up with you again soon on the next episode of Escape the Rat Race Radio. See ya. Woo!